it's been the fans all along. We yeah. were the problem. <laughs> it's, it's not them, it's us. Please. It's not them, it's us. <laughs> Listening to the Leafs Power Dump, episode seven, the February twenty eighth edition. Oh yeah, the last Feb. one of February, boys. All right. If you're into the Leafs and you're into goofiness, like, subscribe, tell your friends. The more, the merrier. So, this week we're shorthanded, so it works oh, yeah? out perfectly. Yeah. We're bringing in a ringer from our taxi squad. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Old John, Johnny's uh, moving house, uh, so he's packing up and unable to join us. Uh, yep. An indeterminate uh, lower address injury. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring in uh, our mystery guest from uh, Mystery Alaska. Uh, he was uh, the hot shot on the team. It was Connor Banks, and uh, it's our friend, Mike Buey. Hey, <laughs> guys. I love it. The How are you? <laughs> good, man. Good. All good to meet you. I don't think we've met. Good to meet you, too. Yeah. Good to meet you, too. Thank you for joining us. I know these other clowns. <laughs> well, there's an interesting opportunity for you today, Mike, because uh, our our fourth member, John, is actually off the podcast. So if you're in for the whole cast, you can you can co-host with us the whole time. I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How long in, it go? Like, what is it? Half hour? An hour? Yeah. yeah. We generally talk for about six hours, and then we six hours. Yeah, I got minutes. I, yeah, I thought it might be longer, uh, but that's yeah. perfect. That's we shoot about a forty to one. Yeah. Yeah. Ratio. Yeah. Great. <laughs> As with everything that we do on our end, the magic's in the post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Or the crossbar. Ah. Yeah, or the crossbar. Oh, well played. Well played. Yeah. Yeah. So, Speaking of crossbar, we got one nice save out of a crossbar last night. Yeah. Campbell did. Yeah, I saw that. It reminded me of, of a shot I took one time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, a lot of mine were like that too. Just ping. Ping, ping. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm more of a McKay of I tend to shoot towards the net, not really at it. It just not sort of goes it. around <laughs> down the, the outside. Russ Cordinal, the Russ Cordinal theory. Yeah. Yeah, I keep, I keep people the... out of the out of the edges of the net so they're yeah. not getting hit by my shots. McKay is an interesting player, isn't he? It's sort of that he's like a satellite. Like it's like he's on his own and it looks like it's really good. He reminds me of like these, they're not direct comparisons, but just those soul guys so it's like remember sergey Berezin? it was, I was like just gonna say yeah Berezin. Yeah. Uh, i even thought kapanen had a bit of this too yeah like it's just like okay put them on the third or fourth line and then maybe they'll create some magic but it's not really going to be with the other guy <laughs> <laughs> that's right high, you know? puck, high puck possession numbers him and yeah, Berezin's yeah, yeah. puck possession numbers if they were tracking it back in the day would have been off the charts oh for sure yeah his Corsi or whatever that would be just be amazing <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I always have something to bitch about the Leafs about over the years. I, I don't think I do. I like, know. Right? Isn't it the strangest, well, oddest time? Like, you're just like, I don't know what to complain about. I, yeah. I, the things, those little things I wanted fixed, I, I got them. Like, Cody Cece out and Marinson <laughs> never being back on the team. And somebody like a Zach Bogosian comes in without the expectations. And you just, yeah. okay. This is good. Travis Dermott doesn't have to be like a great player. He can be like fit in the way he needs to, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Feels good. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get a game like last night. Yeah. What? Perfect. Perfect game. It felt like, I mean, without jinxing anything, it really was like watching 
like, here's a demo game we're going to put out. So if people want to know what hockey's about, watch this game. Right. There'll be one, one penalty. Actually, there was only one, right? Edmonton only got one penalty. We got no penalties. Yeah. Zero penalties. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We score a power play goal ultimately to win the game. So Nylanders had two game winners in two games, by the way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. We get goals from three different lines. Yeah. And we get a shutout. Oh, yeah. From our backup goalie. From the backup goalie. Coming back off injury. Yeah. And I'm pretty McKayev, sure. Kev, Engvall, and Hyman. Let's yeah. talk right. about that McKay- line. McKay- yeah. That was kind of interesting because they came out pretty quick, Edmonton. They came right at us. You know, and I thought, okay, well, they see an opportunity here. And they've got some pretty powerful goal scorers. But it seemed to be that that line kind of shifted things for us. And um, they weren't going to get through them. They were an energy line. And it was a good coaching play, I thought, just to throw those guys together and see what happened. And they ended up getting a goal. But every time they were on the ice, they were kind of threatening. And then it seems like Mitch Martyr lights up as soon as Jumbo Joe shows up. And uh, that line played great, too. So it just to rebalance the team, I got to give a little credit last night to some coaching because moving the players around, you know, the chessboard there really worked for us, I thought. Yeah, you, you, you nailed it. And what was interesting, I was chatting with a buddy last night and he was like, oh, it's kind of weird that Hyman's on the third line. And I said to him, I was like, well, think of it this way. Like, he's such a well-respected player. And, you know, you've got Matthews or Marner can drive a line and Tavares can drive a line. That's saying to Hyman, these two other guys are kind of doing their thing. You're driving yeah. that line. And he looked like he took that line and was like, this is how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about how his, like, he's an underrated player. His body position on guys, he's got to be one of the best four checkers in the league. Absolutely. And, and my, my buddy was like, but how do you measure that? Like, there's no stat necessarily to measure four check. There might be possession. But we were talking about how he always finds a way and his timing is impeccable to get in there right at the right time when the guy's putting his stick down to lift it. Like, he's the best stick pop. checker. And, like, I finish that. He's in there. Darnell Nurse tries to get the puck. Hyman lifts the stick, comes out, <laughs> breaks from the hold, does a beauty move, scores, and then tumbles over the goalie. He's like, and that's, that's the fucking wall. Just like that. Yeah. That was Zach yeah. Hyman to a T. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. And, and you, yeah. Chad, when you talk about you don't know how to value it, thank God we don't know how to value it because he's the best yeah. in the league at doing that. <laughs> and then he'd have to be paid accordingly. Yeah. And yeah. He, is, he is so underrated yeah. on a team. And you can put him anywhere. Right. Oh, yeah. Put him yeah. on your top line. He's valuable as hell. Put him on your third line. He's driving the line. Like mm-hmm. it is such an important yeah. player. Yeah. And yeah. and especially yeah. come playoffs. Right. That's the kind of guy you need. Yeah, yeah, totally. It's it's awesome just seeing him channeling that energy. And he's got better hands than people think. And so yeah. the, the opposing team aren't necessarily expecting Hyman to pull a move like that. See, that's yeah. the thing about Mikheyev is that Hyman's an energy guy, but he ends up scoring when he gets his opportunities like that. Like, that's the frustrating thing about um, watching Mikheyev. Uh, I remember being at games and watching warmups, and you look at the players on each team, and I would look over at a guy like Mikheyev probably in the warmups, watching the way he skates, seeing his size. You know, looking at the way that he moves the puck with other guys, just kind of passing and stuff like that. And you think that guy's going to be trouble, you know, in the game. And and then the game starts, he gets these great opportunities and uh, he just doesn't have the finish. But a guy like Zach Hyman, you kind of expect that he's going to be an energy guy, a lot of checking when he gets his chances in front of the net, he's not going to bury him. But last night coming off the boards looked like Sid's golden goal. I mean, like that was it. He just walked right out. Yeah, like made a mess of everybody and then just did what yeah. he wanted to. His eye line was on this side. There was a guy here and then the puck was over here. Like he, <laughs> he was on, on the other side of the guy, like where he released yeah. that puck was completely 
it yeah. was just excellent. It was yeah, such yeah. a great move. Um, yeah, speaking of great moves, vintage Spezza. Spezza. <laughs> oh, uh, that move, the <laughs> fake shot, fake pass shot was like, I don't know, man. I think they're like, they're, they're like, oh yeah, McDavid, you've got good fakes. I'm gonna try and I'm just gonna try and up the game you here. Just put Mike Smith on his knees with that slap oh, yeah. shot. Dude. <laughs> he had oh, the yeah. fake slap shot. Mike Smith down on the knees and just you just literally watch Mike Smith's eyes go. Oh, oh no! Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah, no, he knew yeah. the moment he dropped and there was no puck there to stop. He was like, oh, I'm yeah. 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 Done. but he's got a great shot. So you got to you can you know what I mean? You get sucked mm-hmm. in. That's like as a defenseman, I remember playing and thinking that's kind of what I would do if I was on a two on one. I looked over, didn't have any room to give it to the guy. I would do a fake, big, huge shot, you know what I mean, and see if it would work. That, but that was like 1987, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's why they. I, I was kind of interesting why they called a vintage play because that's what it was. Like that shit used to fly in the 80s. How valuable so. has he been to the team as well? We've had this thing over the years with Leafs with, uh, you know, we've had so many guys come at the end of their career to come at Jason Allison and Eric Lindros and like no, no over one. the years. And you just, it feels sometimes when a uh, Spezza arrived, I was going, okay, here's another guy who just wants to play for the Leafs. And then he's just been so mm-hmm. valuable. They're willing to take a role and you're watching Thornton do it. You watch Wayne Simmons do it and you're watching Spezza. And we, we have these guys that have respect and they're earning their respect on the team as opposed to being the guy that used to do well many years ago. Yeah, like oh, you're doing okay. both. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Uh, I saw a post uh, that every time Spezza scores, Mike Babcock gets a new wrinkle in his forehead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. I think I think Spezza uh, must have a picture of Babcock in his in his locker. He's like, "Fucking sit me for my first game as a Leaf. Fuck you." <laughs> every time every time like this is a little pregame prayer yeah yeah <laughs> paul i wanted to uh bring up the fact that last week one of the things you raised was you know who's going to be a contender coming in as we push towards playoffs you know what what teams are are looking pretty good right now but you know what happens if they lose a key player you know what happens if if anderson goes out for instance or whatever and then here we are with matthews he's out and going into last night's game i'm like oh man we keep we keep doing this. We keep calling the shutout and it keeps happening. And it was fine. If yeah. anything, it absolutely proved that this team has so much consistent depth. And as you just said, with, with a, a coach who's paying attention and he's not afraid to move, move lines around to, you know, sort of change the game up. The, the odds of last night's game being as good as it was given who was not available to hit the ice let me let me reverse it one year if i said to you okay austin matthews isn't playing and the backup leaf goalies in net against oh. the oilers <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's seven nothing the other yeah. way <laughs> so and look at what we are now because that wasn't a fluke what no. happened last night no that was the team that is who the leafs are right now you know you've got anderson out and you've got matthews out and how everyone elevated their their play which is awesome and you want to see that and that is and simmons hard. And Simmons. Yeah, Man, exactly. Like, Simmons, like, you know, it's almost easy to forget. I texted you guys last night. Yeah. I said, fuck, I'd love to see Simmons in this game tonight. Oh, you know, like, uh, but we didn't need him. <laughs> no, it turns out it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> and what, but what happens in that, that case, and this is what good teams do, is they rise to the occasion and everyone mm-hmm. sort of up their game and everyone simplified their game. And I think part of that is, you know, when Freddie's in that, I think a lot of the guys are like, oh, we can be a little more loose because he's probably got this covered anyway. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they, there's a lot of confidence in the in the the, yep. the team members in Freddie. 
And then with Matthews on the other end of it, sort of like, oh, we can be a little loose because he's probably going to score one anyway. So right. you, you feel like you might have a bit more ability to cover your mistakes. Whereas last night they're like, we cannot afford to fuck up. Yeah. And this is and, on us. And, like we all have to pull for this. Yeah. So it, it's not that they just played a little, a little tighter in the right kind of way. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, you see, you figure that nobody says anything that like, if you're going into a game and, and the, the your number one goalie's in there. Nobody says, "Hey, man, uh, Freddie's in the pipes tonight, so let's play hard for him." <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and I always, would, the coach would always say, "Hey, you know what I mean? Campbell's in the pipes tonight. Let's all remember. Uh, let's win one for him." You know, and and that kind of thing. And that's something that you remember walking out onto the ice. You know, and and I think you play that way as a result. So yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why I, I I say cycle these fucking guys in, man. We, we don't play our backups. I know you want to keep your hot goalie active, but. Um, I, I, it every seems to be that every time this year we put in one of our guys back there, team plays well, responds, we win. I don't know. What's our record with backup goalies? Or the, uh, I think it's four. Right now, the three complete opposite yeah. of last year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Where are you coming in from today, Mike? So I'm, uh, I'm at the cottage. I'm north of uh, Montreal. Um, I, I, all the, this is the mystery corner behind me. So I just uh, nice. put it into that uh, into shrine. spot. It's a... Uh, Love yeah, it. just downstairs at the cottage. Nice, nice. I nice. see that one right there behind my head. Yep. Oh, yeah. the Stanley Cup on the very table I'm sitting at. Are you oh, serious? Wow. Yeah. Cool, huh? Man. Yeah. So, uh, who, who was the delivery of that? Uh, of the, so of the, cup? The, the next door neighbor was the president of the Pittsburgh Penguins. So when they won it mm-hmm. in 09, um, he brought the cup up here. And, and so it's been here, but, uh, Kevin, Kevin, uh, Lowe had a place on this lake as well. So uh, the cup had been here in the eighties, like three or four times. Yeah. So it wasn't, it, it wasn't like a new magical thing that it came up here. And now there's a kid that when I was 30, right after mystery came back, I was playing really good hockey. And there was this six year old kid that played out on the ice with me here. And he, he was just, you were just like, I can't believe this kid, like he was taking a puck. He was trying to shove you like he was six, maybe seven. Um, And I'm just going, okay, that kid's going to the NHL. And uh, now he plays on the Pittsburgh Penguins. (laughs) His name is Mike Matheson. He's like, he's 26 or so now, you know, and, uh, and he plays for the Penguins. So maybe he'll bring the cup up here. Have you guys ever sipped out of it? Uh, I know I have ne- I've never sipped out of it. I thought it was like it's, it's bad luck, and if I sip out of it now, it means I'll never get the chance to you know play in the league and lift it over my head. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Like that's probably what'll stop you from playing. Probably. Yeah. I decided to let that go, and I think it was oh six, uh, oh seven, maybe. Oh, um, man. The the Ducks won the cup, and yeah. it was su- such a strange thing, especially as we're doing this thing. I was thinking about it today about you know Leafs and we're just crazed and we you know love it and like the idea of us winning a cup and in my lifetime we've never been to we've never been past the semifinals yeah and here we are you know like diehard meanwhile the ducks the ducks have (laughs) won the cup they've been to the final another time no I'm in Anaheim the people that are there that like the ducks that the all 20,000 of them show up they're at the the (laughs) course they know Nobody else, yeah. right? I most mean, most of them are Canadian. So when the Ducks won the cup, I was there for it. So it was against Ottawa. It was game five. And uh, I was lucky. The NHL gave me seats. So I ended up having these great seats. And uh, after the game, I was able to go to any of the after parties and they won the cup. So 
they, the after parties, which I thought would be like, oh my God, people are going to be swarming to get in. It was a tent outside of the, uh, the Anaheim Ducks arena and, and nobody was outside. The parking lot was empty. The bar across the street was even closed. Like there wasn't a celebration. Like I was like, are you kidding me? But in our tent, you know, with the players and, and, and their families and so it was crazy. It was a lot of fun. Like Brian Burke was the GM at the time, but oh, Timo cool. Solane took the cup around and it was just random people from Anaheim that don't even know what hockey is, right? <laughs> He's dumping champagne out of the cup into like some girl that's got, this is cool. Where are we? Oh, she's drinking out of the cup. So of course, I got in that line pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. I wanted, I wanted Timo Solane to <laughs> so I, I drank out of the cup from Timo Solane probably an hour and a half after they won the cup. Wow. So that's that's oh, one of my favorites. That's some supercharged but, champagne right there. I've I've touched it. I've laid hands on. That's all. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. I did yeah. too. And I'm not sure if it was the the one or the the traveling replica. And I'm pretty sure it was probably the traveling replica. But it was probably close enough for me yeah. to be. Yeah. It was like it was here in Peterborough. They did the tour. You know, like yeah. You're not supposed to touch it, but everyone's like, did it. Yeah. <laughs> I held I held it like this, but just like you, my only superstition was to not. I did not earn yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You, you know, exactly. I didn't earn that. I somebody handed it to me one time, and somehow I run into that thing a lot. I think in Los Angeles, <laughs> it ends up well. L.A. won twice, right? The Ducks won a couple times where somebody called me and said, you know, they know I'm hockey mad, and they'll just go, "Hey, Mike, I'm at a party. The uh, the Stanley." cups here do you know what that is and i'm like uh yes i do yes i do know what that is uh, i'm on my way and they, yeah, yeah, they said you'd care and i'm like yeah they said you'd care well it's good to know that you have that reputation though yeah, I mean, that cup guy that you do have a genuine and deep love of the game it's nice that the people in your orbit know that yeah i know a guy who would appreciate this yes that's no idea happening but i know a guy but i know a guy I guys, know a guy. guys this yeah. is a good sign this is a good sign because mike is in canada now because of covid and the cup follows you around so hey at that's the very my least, thinking maybe it's and we got you canada. on the pod so that's now that's thinking. two degrees of separation via I like you it. i like us i think let's talk a little mystery alaska yeah let's talk hockey okay, movies yeah, y'all yeah, man so, oh, uh, I don't like to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> that old thing uh yeah you did a, that was a cool segment for it was for nbc uh, nhl and i guess and nbc yeah yeah that was a lot of fun so i guess when nbc was having that it was the it was the producers of mystery that reached out actually a guy named howard baldwin who used to own the penguins his name is on the cup twice huh. um hmm. and he but he produced mystery alaska and uh, he's gone, yeah, I see they got an outdoor game and you know we should do something with the nhl and I think it was his idea, and then it sort of dropped into our laps, uh, the, the writer Sean O'Byrne and I, to, to put together something for them. Right. Um, you know, we were thinking about how to produce it for them, so there was something where each of the players said, what player in the games that are being played does your character most remind you of? And that's, I think, the segment they used on NBC. But it was, right. you know, so I said Connor Banks was most like Nate McKinnon, and I jumped on that. Of course. But yeah. mostly it was just like we're having right now. It was, I, I called a few guys that are some, two or three of them are my best, best friends. So that was easy. And then a few guys I hadn't talked to in years. And I was going, hey, we're going to do a Zoom call. And um, we're just, 
Some of it's kind of leading towards NBC and their game, but we'll see what else happens. And then it was, you know, just old stories. And uh, yeah, we had five players, a guy named Adam Beach, um, who play, who's a yeah. great actor. He has like a Golden yeah. Globe nomination years ago too. He, like he's a terrific actor. Um, Adam, um, Kevin Durand, who's my best buddy, um, uh, Jason Gray Stanford, myself, and then the kid, uh, Stevie Weeks, uh, Ryan Northcott's his name. Yeah. And it was, we just went through old memories because it's, it's 23 years ago we filmed that movie. Oh, wow. And uh, so we were all in our 20s and first time on a, I mean, that, that's what it was. It was like, okay, we're hockey players. I, I'm an actor or I'm trying to be an actor at that point. I'm a young guy. Maybe I'll make it. Maybe I won't. I had done a couple of bad TV movies at that point, but a few of the guys had never done anything. Right. And then they decided, and this is the stuff you find out later, they decided like, hey, that's okay. Nobody knows the Mystery Alaska players anyway. Let's make sure these guys, these actors know how to play hockey somewhat. Right, right. And then, so, you know, we'll see how they work. And when we're in the locker room, if you're a hockey player and you're in the locker room, you know what you're doing anyway, even if they're giving you the lines. So that stuff yeah. came off fairly natural, I think, in the film. Yeah. Then we had like Russell Crowe is not a great hockey player, not a great skater, but he did. I mean, the fact that he tried, like as an, he was that guy, he was that cocky Australian who was like, oh, I can do anything. You yeah. know, you give me a month or two months, I'll, I'll be the best yeah. hockey player you've ever seen. Yeah. We, we all know you don't just put on skates yeah, no. at 35 and learn how to play <laughs> hockey. Well, all those and Aussie he hockey thought he players. could. And he will admit today that he <laughs> did not quite get it, but he, but he, he, like, I mean, for that, for never being on them, he actually was yeah. amazing. If it's yeah. all relative, right? Like, yeah. he was yeah. spectacular considering he'd never put them on before. Yaramir Yager taught him how to escape because Howard Baldwin had, Back. I don't, did he own the Penguins at that time? No, he didn't, but he was still part of the Penguins to a degree. So Yager and Ron Francis taught Ron. Russell how to skate not not which a bad I just coach. think is I tell him because at that time when he comes oh, come back on. he goes some guy named Jaramir Jagger <laughs> I go Yager taught you how to skate yeah like, could I have not come to that and you know so it was just it was this collection of guys and we we were time of our lives all of a sudden you're like you never none of us were good enough to play pro hockey Kevin because of his size probably was the closest to having a shot at it but mm -hmm. None of us were that good, but all of a sudden we were being paid to play hockey yeah. on a Zambonied ice surface. Like they Zambonied the lake every day, like three times a day oh in God. the Rocky Mountains. You know, mm. all we did was play. More. That's all we wanted to do. So they had this, you know, you had to practice to, to get, you know, get, make the scene work and whatnot. And then we just had a game going. So when they'd say, we'd, we'd go to the other side of the ice and we still had a game going. We had two goals. We had, we had everybody, so we just split. It would say, cut, we'd be over, pick up wherever we were at. Okay, it's five, four, let's go, blah, blah, and, and keep playing. And then they'd go, okay, fellas, back over here. We go, just a sec. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're in the game right now. So it was, there are so many memories that came out of that. So back to the Zoom call, all the, all the shit I'm talking about right now came up. The, the, the one guy, Stevie Weeks, he was 17 years old. He was in high school in Calgary and they plucked oh, him out. And all of a sudden he's the lead in a, you know, one of the leads in a hockey movie. And he was like, he was working at Starbucks and, and going to high school. And like, he didn't go back to high school. Like he didn't, 
Like, <laughs> <now>. <laughs> he ended up on the on the set with us, and then it was is just so many people time of our lives, right? Where it yeah, just yeah. you know you can't you you can't. We knew it at the time, and you knew how great a job it was, no matter what. Just everything about it. I mean, my my best friend got brought out there to be an extra, and in the, in, as a townsman, my my dad was in the movie. My brother was in the movie doing those awesome. sumo wrestling guys. Like we just had everything was just great, and it was Canmore, Alberta. Um, in the Rocky Mountains, just spectacular time. Yeah. Plus, what you had the Bandit as a manager. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, for me, the Bandit was weird. 1998 is that year. The Bandit. So <laughs> so when I got that job, it's like your, your dad, right? Your dad's like, yeah. Burt Reynolds is in this <laughs> <No>. thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And they're like, totally. oh, okay. oh, all right. You know, and everybody was all excited <laughs> that we're older. And then Burt hired me to do three very bad movies that I hope none of you ever find <laughs> that I did these TNT movies with him afterwards. So where nice. he's the old cop and I'm the young cop and we're like solving crimes with Charles Durning and Billy D Williams and oh, like we're finding all these those. old, like so we're finding those. like once again, my dad is going off. He's like, oh! you know, and I'm like, I don't know. I know them a bit, but not really dad. It's like dog day oh afternoon. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> so it, it uh, I spent a, a year with Burt Reynolds. 1998 was Burt Reynolds and Mike Buey doing movies. Uh, <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't, I, I don't know I if apologize. I've ever seen him again. Like we spent a full year doing this stuff, but that was I apologize that. in advance because uh, I'm going to find, some no, I don't think they're available. You'll never up. be able to. Oh, yeah, no. no. We got a case. Three female victims, and they're all car bombings. Yeah, no, I don't oh, think yeah. there's things any embarrassing way to find that those things. Yeah. No, they, were, they were pretty bad. They really were. And he had, Bert was, had just been nominated for Boogie Nights. So it was a weird, oh, that was a right, weird yeah. time, right? It was like, Russell Crowe was not Russell Crowe yet. Like, it was before mm. Gladiator and before... The insider. So before his nominations and stuff, he had done Quick and the Dead, a couple others. No one knew. We thought he was Crowley when we showed up. We didn't know. <laughs> what was. And then during Mystery, got offered both the Insider and Gladiator, and so right. his star took off after our movie, which kind of our movie got kind of shipped out ahead of those movies. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Okay, we that's were like, fine. can we just hold off maybe until this <laughs> yeah. Gladiator thing comes out and then yeah. and put our movie out? You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, time but the movie out. did great. The movie was a huge success, wasn't it? Mystery? I, that's the way I thought so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the way you think. Um, <laughs> no, it, you know, it, it was weird. Uh, it came, it, it did not do well in the box office at all. And then it had this love and it like, it's just had a, a cult. And then it even bigger than a cult following. Like most people would go, oh, was that 10 years ago you did that? No, we did it 23 years ago. And it's that, yeah. it just has kind of, People have found it over the years and they've gone, mm. oh, which hockey movie haven't I seen? Oh, that is good. I like it. You know, mm. so I think, the, you know, from from our standpoint, it was the experience of doing it that was so amazing. The actual yeah. product was was fun. It was a fun movie. It's, a, it's awesome. It, it's, it's a fun. good movie. People, you know, it, it's got a great heart and yep. it's fun. Yep. And I, yeah. you know, I, I'm I was just Jones to be part of it. Speaking of hockey movies. Besides Mystery Alaska, which will sort of remain as its its own categorical success and 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 uh, fantasticness, yeah. Paul, favorite hockey movie uh, on the spot. 
You know what I mean? It's hard to say. I, I like you know. It's easy to go to slap shot. I think I was too young for slap shot because when the sec- when I came around to watch it later on in life, I realized that it was more about um, stuff that I hadn't. Re- I, I wasn't ready for when I was a kid when I first saw it. You know, like I, I liked all the slapstick stuff and the joking thing, but the main story that's behind it was something that I didn't pick up on until I became an adult. So I'd film. say because it has uh, that much depth to it that I didn't expect when I first saw it, just about these guys goofing around. It sounds cliche to say slap shot, but it actually is more of a film to me as time goes on uh, that, that I'll, I'll stick with that one. Anyway, long answer, slap shot. <laughs> Love it. Mr. Maker. Uh, well, since we can't choose Mystery Alaska, but um, that, that might be it. Uh, I, I saw two hockey movies in theater, one being Mystery, and the other one was, uh, was Youngblood. And Youngblood, like, to this day, it was the thing when, when he does, he goes on the breakaway, he's got his, his I think it's his, he's doing a slap shot, or, he, or sorry, not a slap shot, he's doing a penalty shot, he's got a, the breakaway and he does a little kick with his foot. He sort of goes over the puck and he kicks it back up to his skate. I, as a kid, practiced that little drop to your skate and kick back up like endlessly. It was the thing. And uh, yeah, so Young Youngblood was the one that I just The first watched. dangle. The first dangle, exactly. It was the first dangle. <laughs> you never dangle. forget your first dangle. <laughs> That's it, you know. And what Steve Thomas is in that movie, uh, yep. which is awesome. Stumpy Thomas has a role. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yeah, exactly. So uh, I, I don't know. I think of the the star hockey players. You know, if you're looking at uh, whether it be Russell Crowe versus Patrick Swayze or Rob Lowe, I think Rob Lowe's got that edge where he's he might be a little nasty out there. <laughs> yeah. well, there you go. I was going to say Youngblood as well uh, because I believe actually you and I saw it in theaters together. Yeah, yeah, with, with her, uh, mostly brother. because at that age, eh, hockey was a thing, but it wasn't really my thing. But the thing that I recall from that film, uh, besides. Yeah, again, the, the dangle, the epic dangle. Um, I'm pretty sure there was like a little bit of nudity in it, too. <laughs> yep. And I think and, that was, uh, it was a movie we were allowed to go to on our own. Yeah. And we we're like, oh, there was boobs in this. Oh, there was boobs there. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. Oh, I thought you meant Rob Lowe's ass. Cynthia oh, there's Rob Lowe's ass, obviously. <laughs> yes, I mean, that was, they, it wasn't that on in the, the water, but the water bottle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure his ass was on the poster. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and and how about you mike i mean um, if you can't pick mystery well, one yeah 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 I, I i'd start by disparaging the mighty ducks movies i hated those <laughs> i i did not like i just thought that they bastardized hockey i thought they stole our game and like made it into they're, they're flying in a wing thing and they, like i'm just going you took our great sport and you decided to just manipulate it i hate all of them and they keep going you know the, the, the hockey coordinator on that film got his start in a little film called mystery alaska carry on they gave him free um, rain and cocaine yeah <laughs> I, i'm gonna say this as a guy who made a hockey movie i have such a respect for how good the hockey was and how well made miracle was mm-hmm. uh, miracle was really really well done yeah. I have yeah. the same memories you have, Kirk, of Youngblood. That I remember <laughs> it more for that than the hockey. Like, and and, and yeah. I remember Racky, and I remember that. Yeah. I didn't love Youngblood the way so many people did. Keanu Reeves was my goalie on the Fighting Hippos, and we won the championship in L.A. He's a great <laughs> I go back to Paul. I didn't understand 
uh, slap shot when I was a kid, yet I loved all the dumb stuff. And how do you ever replace what the Hanson brothers are? Mm-hmm. Like, like, ha- like you Iconic. can't replicate. You couldn't make that up. Those guys did that. Like, that's when, yeah. you, as an actor, you go, that wasn't, they, they just happened to get these guys. Yeah. Did that. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's a happy accident. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you realize how great a film that is. That's George Roy mm-hmm. Hill and Paul Newman mm-hmm. making a film. Like, yeah. and that's how they looked at it. It was a seventies era film mm. and it was, it really had a great heart. Like there's a lot to slap it. So Slapshot is my number one miracle. Mm-hmm. I love their hockey young blood. I go back to the, uh, back to the, uh, the youth. The and I did, <laughs> I did have a, an outdoor hockey game where I played against the Hanson brothers. You guys will like this drive. Sorry. I'm going. No, I love it. So they, they <laughs> I'm doing an outdoor hockey game in Hartford and it was the Whalers versus the Bruins. And they put three of us mystery guys on the Bruins. So I was playing with Kenny Linsman and, and, uh, and uh, uh, Craig Janney and, and uh, who's Brian Leach. So hmm. these were the guys on my team. And then on the other team, they had the Whalers, but mixed in with the Whalers were the Hanson brothers. <laughs> so I'm in the locker room getting changed. And this guy walks up to me, he goes, Hey, do you want me to beat you up on the ice? And, <laughs> and I look up and I'm going, you know, who's this? Like, what, what's going on? And then it's hit that dude with the stringy hair. You know that, like, you know the, which one, right? Yeah. yeah. Like that guy. And I look, I go, yes, I yes. do. Yes, I do. So, so, you know, it was a whole thing. They go, okay, at some point in the game, we're coming to get you. Just be ready. Yeah. You, know, you know, but. Keep your head There's up. There's no real plan, no real game plan, but they just said, just know we're coming to get you. And, and so all of a sudden I went in the corner and I knew what was happening. As soon as I went into the corner, I go, okay. And all three of them slam into me, put me up against the, the, the glass, and I just like go down and then they just pound on me. And it's like my favorite moment the Hanson brothers beat me up in the game. and uh yeah oh, it was man. so much fun like yeah you run into those things sometimes with the charity hockey and amazing. that was that's amazing so, that's yeah. amazing Wicked. great memory i uh, i want to throw two other shout outs to, to other movies uh goon when you speak, speaking of how the hockey was oh yeah and stuff the hockey scenes in Goon, I thought, were really, really well executed. Yeah, um, yeah. And lots of fun in that movie, too, with, with Jay Baruchel. Absolutely. Um, and then my, uh, my nephew's favorite movie growing up, and my brother-in-law couldn't stand it after a while because it was, it was like every other day, was, uh, was MVP, where you got most valuable primate uh, right. with, with the talented monkey on skates, and he would watch it religiously. And uh, a friend of ours, Ray Galetti, is uh, is Magoo, the goalie in that one. So, um, oh, right. is in that movie. Is he? Re- oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. So, just some shout outs to those movies. Always, any hockey movie is fun to watch. Yeah, Mike. I don't, I don't know if you're familiar uh, with our podcast. We get a satellite feed in from this guy who's uh, he's misdirected, but he's very enthusiastic. <laughs> the one and uh, the only Blue Rascal. Oh! Hey boys, I'm back! There he is! Uh, I gotta be honest, I'm not as high speed as normal. Maybe a bit too much tequila last night. This is the Blue Rascal's like slow-mo mode today. I don't know. 
it's uh, it was a tough night, tough night. But you know, the boys they fought hard last night. It was awesome. That was so awesome. I love it, Connor McDavid. I think he was crying at the end. <laughs> I love it. So this week, let's see. I got some notes here. We got four games coming up. It's gonna be three and one. I predict a big, big week from Johnny T. I feel like he's getting his vibes back. It's really going to be solid for him. And I think we're going to see another win by Jack Campbell. Really like how Jack's been playing. He's pretty awesome. Team guy. And maybe, maybe an appearance from Galchenyuk. That's what I think is going to happen. I'm not predicting any scores. Too much tequila. Bit of bad guacamole. That's the way it goes sometimes for the Blue Rascal. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> right? Yeah, I I've been to Mexico City. I've uh, I think I saw him there. No one has any idea who it is. Oh no, of course not. No clue. Exactly. No We're never seen in the same place. It's weird. You've been listening to the Leafs Power Dump. Special thanks to our special guest, direct from Mystery Alaska. Mr. Mike View, Mr. Connor Banks. Thank you, sir. You were fantastic. Thank you. I had such a great time, bud. Will you come back again? Absolutely. We'll make you our de facto uh, taxi squad host anytime any of us can't make it. Love we'll it. We're, we're not quite halfway through the season, right? Like we've got, uh, yeah, what, 22 games? and Yeah, so we've got, there's lots of Yeah, we're going to need left. you. Okay, throw me in. I love it. It was a and, blast. Uh, go, go. Leafs Power Dump Podcast is Kirk Comrie, Chad Maker, Paul Zimick, and John Galway. Copyright 2021 Firewallet Productions.